Hey guys, I'm Imelda. And I'm Katie. And welcome to our brand new podcast, The, the Other, Other Side, Side of Fear. Fear. Hey guys, welcome back to our podcast with myself, Imelda. And myself, Katie. This week, we are going to be diving into a dilemma that's been coming into our personal DMs as well as our business DMs. And we're so excited to be able to touch on this topic. But firstly, we're actually going to talk about an event that we just attended on Friday then in court called the Business of Barbie, which is so unbelievably amazing. So Muriel and Virginia actually hosted the event and they talked about everything from marketing in Barbie to your vibrations and your energy and stuff. So Katie, what did you think of the event? Because I know we both came away from it with so much information. Oh, I took so much away from this event. Like, honestly, it was yesterday and I'm still buzzing from it. And I even was reflecting on it last night, just being in a room with so much high energy, different types of business women from all different, you know, there was marketing, there was mindset coaches, there was like people from the medical industry. It was just such a great room and such a great energy to be a part of that I honestly feel like I'm still buzzing from the event. And, you know, we did a lot of kind of things around mindset work and um, different types of energies in business. And then we kind of went through, Muriel kind of talked us through some more about social media marketing, which is absolutely amazing. And honestly, if you ever get the chance to go to any events, anything like that, as a business owner, I highly recommend because to be in the room like that is just absolutely amazing. Um, yeah, we had a great time, right? Oh my God, it was so much fun. But fair play yeah. to the two girls for doing it as well because they really went off with the marketing side. Barbie is so big at the moment. It was previously selling dolls. Now it's selling cinema tickets. They're hitting at the new, like, new targets in regards to marketing. But the girls really jumped on the bandwagon to be able to bring that into an event and just bring like-minded women together and talk about it all. And everyone was wearing pink. Oh, it was amazing. Like literally everyone was just like on such a high energy. And even I learned things that I didn't even realize like around kind of, you know, kind of Barbie, I suppose, has this like attached stigma to be of like, you know, like she never ages, you know, she's a certain size. And I suppose when you go back to actually the origins of it, I'm not going to go into too much detail, but she was actually originally created by a woman to kind of empower women. And it's interesting how it's changed over the years and kind of how how now it's it's um you know we're all we're all in a different era and things are just so different. It's I really really enjoyed it. Learned a lot, huh? We learned a lot. Oh my god, so 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 much from the marketing of Barbie, like what you were saying, how far she came from literally just being like a blonde doll on the shelves to then actually turning into a very inclusive doll from people who may have disabilities, people um of different color, the whole lot. And then she um from working in different careers, showing women and young women and children, I suppose that they can work in so many different fields, whether it's marketing, whether it's aerospace, whether it's science, or whether they do want to stay at home and stuff like that. It really got me thinking about the whole ethos of our podcast, The Other Side of Fear, because that's what she was about, right? She literally was, you know, created in the 50s. It, oh, it honestly came away with so many things from that event yesterday. So, oh, fair place to them for hosting it. It was absolutely fantastic. Um, um and then we got so many DMs after, after we posted up content and stuff. So many people were messaging us and stuff, which was just so exciting. Um, but what I loved is actually our car chats on the way back, where is what we're going to be jumping onto this podcast with a bit more on. As we were saying, we're kind of doing a little parts of our podcast on dilemmas. So we really want this to be about community and people kind of sending us in their questions and sending in their dilemmas. And this is something that me and Katie have actually seen from working in marketing field and it kind of goes to the feminine energy and the masculine energy that Virginia was talking about and when we're in our feminine and when we're in our masculine 
But me and Katie started to bring it into actual marketing terms itself. It's really interesting, actually. And we even were seeing how we can notice in ourselves when we are marketing and producing our own content and showing up in our business when we're in the masculine energy and when we're in the feminine energy. So I even notice around my cycle. So, you know, when I'm like in my cycle, I'll be in, a, you know, say around like your ovulation phase. I don't know if I'm going off track here, but like, I love this stuff. But like, I can really show up with a lot more ma masculine energy. So that's things like being active, you know, very outward, really projective, a lot of confidence, you know, kind of, you know, really assertive and ready to show up with loads of energy. Yeah, a lot of focus and kind of like logical side of thinking is the thing. I suppose when you're in that energy, it helps you get, get not helps you get stuff done, but I find that I'm very, very productive. Yeah, you can get a lot more work done in a very short amount of time. Exactly. Whereas when you're in the feminine energy, it's more kind of about being receptive, passive, a bit more intuitive. I sometimes feel like I'm in a battle with myself. Because I want to, I like my feminine energy, but I also know that I need a little bit of masculine energy also mixed in in there. And it's a whole learning journey for me as to how I show up in my business and with my content, utilizing both of those energies. It's a really, really interesting one, actually. And I think what I took away from that event is that I need to embrace my feminine energy more. Yeah, 100%. Honestly, same. I feel like since we are running our own businesses, and we're both quite young running our own business, that we're a lot more in our masculine energy because we do have to not put on a front, but like you do have to be very focused. You do have to be very logical. You are working with multiple yes. clients. And that's what we actually wanted to jump onto, onto this because a lot of dilemmas that were actually coming into RDM was content that's currently being created. And we were looking at it kind of from a sales approach and there's no right way and there's no wrong way to do sales. So there's no right way or wrong way to do content creation. But at the moment, I can see, again, only in my own opinion, that a lot of marketing that is coming out and a lot of graphics and reels and videos and stuff is very much masculine energy. It's kind of like you're not putting you down in regards to what you're doing, but it's nearly like your content isn't good enough or it's like you're not doing this right you're not doing that right does that make sense yeah I totally agree and that's what I have heard a lot of people kind of come to me about as well is that they are you know people I suppose maybe new VAs or even new online service providers that I've had conversations with and it's kind of very much like kind of pointing fingers kind of at people and triggering because that's a word that a lot of people have said to me and I've thought about it and I've been like kind of looking at this type of content and I'm like, it's actually very true. And I, I, I wonder if that's, I wonder if that's the message that people want, that they want to trigger people with that content. As we were saying, there's no right way, no wrong way to market is the thing. There never mm -hmm. is. But it feels like it is triggering. And even in my own opinions, I'm seeing a lot of content around at the moment. And I know a lot of people are because I've had these conversations in the DM of people have been like, this is how my client made 10,000 euro. This is how my client made a 5K month. This is how my client is making a 25K month. And in our brains, like psychologically, we do strive for success. And we always do. We reach one goal and we want to hit the next goal and we want to hit the target. And I feel like the content that's coming out that it's kind of like if you're earning like 3K, but someone else is earning 5K, it's like, why can't I hit that? What are they doing? And it's nearly you're more moving into a masculine side of marketing from it. And yeah, you're nearly doubting yourself and doubting yourself in your business, which I which which is one thing I really don't like and that a lot of people are having questions about. Um, 
which is which kind of sad, really. It is sad. And I've had some conversations where it's like, oh, I just feel like everything I'm going to put out is not going to be good enough. And like, I see other, you know, VAs or other people making 5K months. Um, why can't I, why aren't I making 5K months? Like, what am I doing wrong? And then they're seeing a counselor telling them that they're doing this wrong. And then other counselors tell them that they're doing that wrong. And then if they don't do this right, then they won't achieve that. And it's kind of, there's no black or white. Now, don't get me wrong. Like, we're not marketing gurus. We're not, you know, we're just simply saying our opinion here. And I definitely think as opposed to kind of in terms of like, if you are a leader or if you are a mentor in a space, I really believe in more empowerment and guidance as opposed to you're doing this wrong. You need to do this. Yeah, and it's, it's not, you know, I've, I've mentored people, you know, as a nurse, I've mentored new students in leadership that kind of authority leadership does not actually, it's not actually very productive for people. It's more that kind of transformational, that empowerment, that lifting someone up with you as opposed to saying, if you're not doing it my way, you're going to do it wrong. And that's holding a lot of online service providers and VAs back. And it's interesting because I don't actually see it in, coming from when I work with my clients who work in the health and wellness space, I don't see it a lot in their environment, in their their content. It's more empowering. But for some reason in the VA and online service space, a bit of kind of like it's a bit of I don't know it's quite um aggressive as that's the term that someone mentioned to me as yeah. well it's just kind of like I dare you to buy from this now again from again as you're saying it's not unlike the healthcare side I see it a lot in like VA content social media management mm. content and coaching content is and people mentoring and stuff but it's like you're saying in nursing and the healthcare you are a leader but you're all on the same level you all strive together and that's how everything works and it's like working with our clients you always work you you work together whereas now the marketing is a scarcity marketing it's like well your content is actually too generic so that's why you're not able to get clients or you're not doing this that's why you're not actually getting your clients whereas there's no right way and wrong way to get clients there's no right way and wrong way to actually earn money there's no right way and wrong way to do anything in your business as long as it works with for you and with you and your clients, that's the best way to do it. And that's when you're actually going to love your business the most. Because I yes. actually start my business to be making 5K, 10K or 25K month. I started it for freedom. I started it so yes. I'm able to go over to Thailand or go to Bali and be able to wake up in the morning and go to the beach and get a coffee and then come back, work in a co-working space, go for lunch work again and then watch the sunset or watch the sunrise or be able to take like a Tuesday and Wednesday off and work on a Monday, Thursday or Friday or something like that. I did it for freedom. Whereas now the marketing that's coming out is nearly putting in my brain that it's like, well, you should actually be striving for better all the time. You've hit this goal. Now you need to hit the next. And then it's like, you're not hitting this goal because you're doing it wrong. Your content is generic. You don't know how to sell to a client. So then you're nearly jumping into being coached by the person that is putting the scarcity mindset into you. Oh my God, totally. I think you summed that up so well there. And I really think like this is like the whole kind of basis of it. Like as humans, like we, I don't know if you've heard of like the hedonic treadmill. I always talk about this. It's like you're always, you're always striving for something more. It's like a treadmill in life, right? You get that thing. For example, you get the house, you get the mortgage or you get the certain number you hit each month and then you're looking for the next thing and you're looking for the next thing and you're looking for the next thing and you're never fully happy because you're always chasing the next thing. Now, don't get me wrong. Goals are freaking amazing. You need to have goals in your life, but they shouldn't become everything. And I also think as well that it's okay to sometimes not hit your goals and have a setback 
and be thrown, like you're going to be redirected in another way or you learn something from that experience. And I also think like in terms of like this kind of aspect of marketing where it's triggering a lot of people, you know, I've also heard as well online, like, yeah, you should be triggered. And I'm like, "Mm, okay, just from my own feedback from chatting to people, they're like, oh my God, like I feel like I'm being given out to. A lot of it as well is, is kind of, you know, when you start an online service, online business, you have to call, you learn, you have a whole, it's a whole lesson on confidence. And hearing things like that is not going to boost your confidence. And it's interesting because I actually find, you know, to be an online service provider, yes, there's certain things that will help your business, there's certain things that you can do, but you have the certain strategies you can implement that will all help you. But you have to be in a good place and ready to receive that. And if you're, you know, feeling attacked all, every time you open your Instagram or that you're doing everything wrong, you're just going to freeze and you're not going to take any action as opposed to like, I mean, I got a message recently from someone who said, literally, the message you shared today was exactly what I wanted to hear. I was having such a bad day. I was feeling so inadequate. And you, like that reel that I shared, it was it was an inspiring type reel, which, you know, was not probably not going to sell me anything. But, you know, this is it. You know, I felt like posting that that day. I was in my feminine energy. And that made a difference in someone's day. Like literally that made a difference in someone's day. And it made them realize that they are good enough and it's okay to fail and it's okay to have days that are shit in your business. And yeah, like this is what it's about. And this is what our podcast is about is community and empowerment, not putting people down because they're not good enough. You know, you're all unique. And that's another thing, like I say to students in Ready, Set, VA as well, is like, you're all unique. Like you need to leverage that, not try and stand out by being, you know, maybe you're not a controversial person. Maybe you're an introvert. Maybe you're shy. You don't have to feel like you need to show up in this way. To sell you can actually just leverage your introvert you can leverage all those things about you different things experiences that you've had yeah 100 percent. and then it even brings it back to because i actually have a lot of conversations with new vas and social media managers in my dms and they're kind of like people tell me not to share educational content but i actually quite like educational content and i'm like educational content is what you want to share share because someone is going to come across your page it's like what you said you shared a reel and it wasn't really going to make you a sale or anything, but it actually like made a change in somebody's day. So mm-hmm. if the educational content is the content that you like, do that type of content. Just make sure it's within your content strategy that there's other forms of content content coming in there. But I feel like at the moment, a lot of people are saying you just need to stop educating people and you just need to tell them why you are actually going to fix the problem. Or if I'm coaching my students and they're like, I can't get a client. I'm like, okay, don't worry. You can't get a client. Well, this is what we can do. This is your problem, but this is our solution. And this is how you're actually going to fix it. So it's giving them the tools in place to help them to actually be able to solve their issue. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, and it's, it has to feel good to you. Like if you enjoy that content and you know, what's interesting is kind of, you kind of touched on it there a bit is like, that's the content that you enjoy, enjoy consuming. So you're going to attract people who also enjoy, you know, you want to put out, you you know, I suppose the basis of all this is really like, if you are feeling that you need to show up in a certain way to make sales, but it doesn't feel natural to you, then don't do it, basically. 100%. Oh my God. I always say that. I think we always say that to ourselves as well. Yeah. Not about our content. If it's not aligned to you, you know what? If it's not aligned to you, you're actually just not going to show up like you on your page. Like if I'm trying to come onto my page, I'm usually coming on in a hoodie or a jumper I'm not throwing on makeup and curling my hair I'm coming on I'm coming on as me and that's how I'm actually comfortable and confident to be able to come on my story then because I am me I'm not putting on this mask or this forefront to be perfect 
and to make a sale. I'm literally coming on to actually educate people on my stories, to tell them this is how I can help you. If you have a question, just message me and stuff like Absolutely. That. And you're being you and you're going to attract people who like that. Like you're going to attract people who like your energy and want to be around that, who don't feel like they're going to get attacked by you, basically, you know, or like ripped apart because we should be lifting each other up. That's really, really it. Always say your vibe attracts your tribe. So the energy that you put out there is literally energy that you're going to get back. Yeah, no, absolutely. And another thing that I kind of see as well is, um, I guess, people kind of saying that you need to be doing this. And look, I'm guilty of this. And I'm not going to say that I, I, I sometimes tried to produce this content and maybe it hasn't felt comfortable for me because I know that actually that you have to put context to everything, you know, because I think people can have all the strategies in the world to land clients. But if they are in a place where they're not able to implement those strategies for some reason that they have so much going on in their life, they have other things going on, or they just don't, it doesn't feel natural to them. They're not going to implement those strategies. So they're not going to land clients. And at the same time as well, as a coach, you need to remember that it's actually, you can give someone all the information to land clients, but they have to implement it. Yes, 100%. You can tell them how they can get their clients through Facebook, through LinkedIn, through TikTok, every single route. But if they're not actually going to go out and do it, you, you, you can't do it for them is the thing. Yeah. So I think a lot of the time, maybe some people think, oh, OK, let's let's work with this person because they will, you know, solve all my problems. But at the end of the day, you know, if you're not putting in the work to, you know, get to those whatever you want to get to, um, yeah. you know, those goals that you want to get to, then you're you know, you have to be consistent. And I think a block to consistency then is when you don't feel comfortable with your content and you feel like you're producing something because someone said that that's what you have to do. And that's going to stop you from showing up. So it's all like a domino effect, isn't it? Like it's all literally a domino effect. 100%. And then it brings it back to your energy and now your masculine, your feminine yeah. energy again. Because if you're feeling, like if you're in your feminine energy and you're feeling creative, that is when you should really be recording your content. That is when you should actually be making your content, making graphics and infographics and whatever. Um, and then if you're in your masculine energy, that's when you can actually kind of like, you can you can focus on the, the admin side of the business, but your feminine side can be very creative and stuff like that. And then you're putting out the content that actually suits you and that attracts the clients and the people that you want to work. So my yes. number one tip and advice to people who are listening to this podcast right now, if you're looking at content and if it's nearly scaring you and if you're nearly thinking, I'm not actually good enough, my content is too generic, I'm not able to get clients, I can't do this, I can't do that. Do what suits you and what works for your business. And if there are people who are putting out content there and it is making you feel like you're actually not good enough, mute them. You don't have to block them. You don't have to unfollow them, but you can like restrict the account so you don't see that type of content as much anymore. And then again, in a year's time, if you're actually like, no, you know what? I do want to change the way I market myself. That's okay. Like times are always changing marketing is always changing and we know this ourselves from when we use Instagram to when we use TikTok to different strategies that work on different platforms to different type of content that works with different type of groups different type of workplaces and different type of niches so it's always evolving and it's always changing so make sure that you do evolve and that you do change with it but make sure it suits you and it suits your energy wow that really summed that up so well Amanda like honestly it is true because you know, you have to, as you said, there's so many changes all the time in marketing, you know, back from when I started, like 
January 22. Like there was, this, you know, all the dancing reels were around and everyone was like, you know, you know, syncing your dancing to, and that's what was working then. And that was fun, whatever, you know, but it's changed so much since then. Three years ago, reels weren't a thing. Video yeah. content wasn't a thing. TikTok was only starting to come around end of 2019, start of 2020. Mm. And now it's thriving. And that's the content that we advise people to do more of to get eyes to your page. And like marketing will always keep changing. And there's always going to be new apps that come out, even a little bit side topic. But even if you look at Meta, they're after bringing it threads. Now, I know it's not in Europe and it's not in Ireland at the mm-hmm. moment. But there's always new marketing techniques coming out there. And as I said at the start, there's no right way and there's no wrong way to market. Just make sure you are doing what suits you and what you're happy with. Because then you're literally going to show up your fully authentic self. Yes, you are. Absolutely. And I notice it with my clients' accounts as well. You know, when they're showing up, when they're in a good space, in a good energy, like they're attracting those things, you know, as opposed to like feeling blocked or feeling like something is not sitting right with their content, which is why I always say like, you know, is your content reflecting who you are or is it just, you know, that's, it's just so important to have that kind of clarity on, you know, what your business is about, your brand values, your why, and always keep coming back to that because marketing is always going to change, but you're unique. You are, you know, it's like, is like Pepsi? I've said this before, I think Pepsi and Coke, why would you choose one or the other? Your personality, there can be in a million different people offering the same thing, but it's all about your personality. And don't hide that behind something if you feel that that's the only way you can get clients. Bring through your personality. I thought really that I had to show up in a certain way. You know, I had to be in these cool cafes, you know, working, like getting brand pictures there and kind of getting like dressed up and stuff like that. But that just wasn't me. And I stopped showing up like that. I attracted then clients that I absolutely adore working with, that we have the same values, we have the same, you know, and I love supporting them and we understand each other's lives. We're flexible with each other. And I attracted them by being myself, by just being me. And that comes across. And that's what I really say is if you're feeling triggered by certain marketing techniques, as Melda said, mute them and just do you, you know, take on board the strategies to an extent, but just go with the ones that feel comfortable to you and you will attract as you said, lovely there, your vibe attracts your tribe. And here we are, huh? Yeah, here we are, building an entire community of listeners, followers and friends. And that's what we're here for. Well, that was a really good um, question, actually, that we got in. So definitely, guys, keep your questions coming and we'll add these cheeky little bonus episodes every so often for a bit of fun, a bit of mix things up. We're very excited for our next guest, our very first guest, actually, to come on. So, um, yes, yeah. very, very fun. So make sure to stay tuned. And if you are enjoying the show, um, please do follow us and please do give us a little rating if you feel as well. We really, really appreciate it. Or just send us a little comment. And thanks for listening. We love having a really nice community that we're building on here. And do please chat to us anything. You know, that's what we're here for. That's that's why we started the podcast, really. So thank you. I love it. Thanks so much, guys. And have a great day.